0: it there's so many windows
1: in this thing yeah man and stars and um and buttons i can't believe that we are recording the first ever podcast from outer space it's official folks
0: nasa sent your boys up in a hot air balloon and by that i mean spaceship and we're out here
1: I think we were supposed to hit the moon, like, a few days ago, but it's all good. I'm sure it's fine. There's probably nothing to be afraid of.
0: They kind of stopped talking to us as much, but I think that's because we were pressing the button to talk to NASA and then making fart noises.
1: Yeah, they they said, this is a life-or-death situation, guys. It's not funny, and we said... We said, uh... It is funny actually we said They didn't like that so they stopped talking to us
0: (laughs) Yeah they kind of cut us off But (laughs) Luckily there's a lot of dials that we've been uh, touching
1: Yeah so you know if this reaches you great Um, If it doesn't then uh, we're probably dead But you know that's fine That's life in the big city folks that's life in the Big Apple, the, the big, solar system, the
0: biggest city of them all. Space, space, <laughs> that big city. Why well, it's September twentieth? Oh, is it? You're dating it? No, I lied. It's not. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> that was this, don't, uh, We're not. That's we're recording no. actually on. No, dude, that was that was on the <laughs> space calendar. <laughs> it doesn't correspond to earth time
1: you're going to break the canon if if you <laughs> say the date so it's not you gotta, it's actually september 12th.
0: it's somewhere in
1: the month of fall and it's it's fall y'all <laughs> even on the moon <laughs> and you know what that means pumpkin spice pumpkin spiced aliens yeah, this is really great. This is content that and people moon really want to <laughs> This is awesome.
0: What do you think they do to celebrate fall on the moon?
1: They probably cry because there's no trees.
0: Not with that attitude. There's We don't even know what the dark side of the moon looks like.
1: Yeah, that is true. That's pretty messed up. Isn't there's there? probably, like, a forest over there.
0: There's probably a pumpkin patch.
1: There's probably, like, a farmer going, like, Ooh-wee, mama.
0: Do you think that's where Linus was waiting for the Great Pumpkin? On the dark side of the
1: moon? On the dark side of the moon, yeah. He's going to be waiting a long time.
0: Yeah, we can't really see over there if there's...
1: My question is, you know, for years we've been told Santa Claus is on the North Pole. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, eventually kids are going to learn that there's no landmass on the North Pole. Right, And then they're going to be like, so where where is he? Why not just say he's on the dark side of the moon? Easy. Boom. Problem solved.
0: Then Santa becomes a a kind of nefarious
1: being. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, he kind of is, though. He can read your mind. Yeah,
0: that's true. But Santa thing is weird because, like, you can't not do it. I mean, you can not do it with your kids. Mm -hmm. But you kind of have to, like, let them do it anyway so you don't ruin other kids' Yeah,
1: that's the the part about it that is annoying is the fact that other kids you have to be like, don't don't tell other kids about this, all right? Like all right, when I found out Santa wasn't real, I was a Santa truther. And by that I mean uh, the opposite of that, like a, a Santa is a big lie kind of guy. Yeah. yeah. I was like spreading the gospel of Santa being fake. Right. And people didn't believe me.
0: I don't think I said anything to anyone, but I kind of, like, had a suspicion for a while that, like, Santa wasn't real, and I didn't push it too far, but I was just like, oh, you know, I'll play along,
1: whatever. I remember finding out, and then someone, like, my grandma said something like, hey, what's Santa bringing you this year? And just me and my heart having just, a st- like, a drop in my stomach. like Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> you really
0: went through it. That's the thing that's hard to predict, right? Because, like, you don't know what kind of kid you're going to have or how they're going to react to that. Because on yeah. one end, like, maybe you have a, a more serious, logical kid who's just like, yeah, I understand that Santa isn't real, and, like, I think it's nice that, you know, you made this up to, like, give us gifts, but, like, it doesn't really impact me emotionally finding out that Santa isn't real. Or, I mean, you don't know how attached your kid could get to Santa, right? And then mm-hmm. you have to try and ease them ease off before someone really, like, sends their life spiraling.
1: What about this? You dress up as Santa. Mm-hmm. And you bring the presents downstairs and you make sure your kid discovers... And when your kid discovers it, you say, yep, I'm Santa, the Santa, that's me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm the I'm the one that visits all your friends.
1: <laughs> Don't tell any of your friends that I'm Santa. Or if you do, make sure you mention that it's me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this could go really well, I think. Yeah, it's so just a outcome. little tip for any uh,
1: up-and-coming <laughs> parents out there. <laughs> You are Santa.
0: Yeah, I mean, then you have to answer the question, like, why are you in your own house in a weird suit (laughs) while your kids are sleeping to put presents down? (laughs) Kind of interesting. I mean, if you're into that, there's, you know, no shame.
1: It's kind of funny that we ended up on the Santa thing, Um, because we were just talking about gift-giving and the beauty of holiday gift-giving.
0: It's true. It's fall, so it's officially time to start thinking about presents for me, specifically. What presents you're going to send me. hmm I'm the guy who receives presents in the fall.
1: I'm going to send you a delicious uh, fish in the mail.
0: Is it going to be a, a live one or a dead one? Well... <laughs> Are you going to fill the envelope with water?
1: by the time it reaches you no guarantees
0: <laughs> what well, like theoretically if you packed the box thick enough that there was no like scent how far do you think you could get a fish through the united states postal service a live fish is that what you're trying to say a live like fish a, like... yeah like i'm imagining like a a glass case right with mm. just enough water for the fish to like make it a couple days fish mm-hmm. is in there but like you package it in such a way that like, you know, you don't really hear splashing. You can't really tell that it's water, just that, like, something in there is, like, shifting weight, right? Something's kind of heavy in there. How long do you think you could get that
1: through before someone was like, I think there's a fish in here? <laughs> I would be standing in line at the post office, like, shaking, obviously sweating. I'd be walking up to the front desk. I'd be like, Um, hey, they'd be like, hey, come on forward. Uh, What's what's this package? I would drop it immediately, shattering, (laughs) spreading water all over the floor, and then sheepishly sprint out the door. That's what would happen to me.
0: Look, fair. You know those old stories about, like, people who sent themselves through the mail? Yeah. I think, like, some of them are genuinely true, which is, like, incredible. I mean, the mail was obviously different back in the day.
1: But yeah, it's just like how do you drop off that package? That's the question. Yeah, you cut little holes in the box for your legs so that you can walk there. Yeah, and then you like
0: surreptitiously just like walk
1: behind the counter and place yourself down. (laughs) It's me, the walking package. And they're all just laughing. Please, please
0: mail me. (laughs) Please,
1: they're all just like, Oh, this is great. Yeah, yeah, we'll mail you. This is fine.
0: Yeah. This guy really needs it. The there are two like big stories about people mailing themselves through the mail.
1: Oh, okay. As opposed to any other way.
0: Yeah. One is kind of cool and one is really terrible. <laughs> the first one in 19 or 1849, Henry Brown was a slave in Virginia and he got a guy in town to put him in a box and mail him to Philadelphia. So, you know, Virginia to Philadelphia is not very far. Um, I mean, it could
1: be further, but also we're talking the 19th century, right? So...
0: Right. It says the the journey lasted 27 hours, went from wagon to railroad to steamboat and back to railroad to wagon to get to Philadelphia. And he made it. He made it. He he arrived in Philadelphia twenty seven hours later and was released as a free man. And
1: probably got to enjoy a nice cheesesteak. God willing. Fresh off the boat. He deserves it after that. Fresh out of the uh out of the uh the wagon and he gets and they just hand him a cheesesteak.
0: They should. The box opens up and he rubs his eyes and suddenly he's holding a cheesesteak.
1: That's beautiful. Mm-hmm.
0: The worst one is that in 1914, again, you have to remember, this is the time period in which there were not laws. <laughs> um, a period? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the
1: time period.
0: Yeah, the, that was the classic period of American history you might remember from a previous episode of the American History podcast, Terminally
1: Chill. That was the, uh, the purge um, year. <laughs>
0: yes. They just like, had one purge year. year.
1: Just like the movie.
0: And it was... 1914 through 1950. Oh,
1: okay, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, so, this uh, five-year-old girl was going to visit her grandma um, I think from one side of Idaho to the other. But the girl's parents were going to buy like a, a train ticket or something, but realized that she was less than 50 pounds. So, mailing oh, gosh. the child would be less money yeah
1: and that's therefore a good thing to do and a good reason to do it
0: yeah so they did that and she made it
1: <laughs> so they were vindicated
0: i don't well there's like a, So read you <coughs> what it says here i'm on i'm on a, a mental floss article right okay. now
1: before the girl
0: boarded the train her parents clipped 53 cents to her coat and sent her on her way Upon arrival in Lewiston, the postmaster personally delivered the young girl to her grandmother's house. So this makes it sound like they just put a stamp on their child and dropped her off at the post office.
1: Um, okay, that's... Instead of, like,
0: you know, putting
1: her that's in a box. Cute. As long as she wasn't put into a box with holes in it. I don't know.
0: I, uh... I mean, as out. you know,
1: I mean, that was the time when, when young men were not not really. I don't know when the United States entered World War One. The point is that there were no laws. Nineteen fourteen. Yeah, people were going to war, so there were no laws. They mm-hmm. stopped laws. They temporarily suspended uh, laws because there was no one yes. to enforce it. Because cause of course they had a very you know um, patriarchal society where only men can enforce the laws. But um, so you know the men went to war and they said no more laws. were are we're done with with laws yeah. yeah
0: there is the the genuine i guess socio political reading of like you know the world war like permanently changed how we viewed each other and society mm-hmm. and all that but it, i argue that it was um it all started with this girl getting shipped and to the other yeah. side of Idaho Apparently it says that she just rode in the mail car Oh okay With the stamp on her So I i guess it's not that bad Why wasn't there more of this? If you're just hanging out in the mail car Like that's not I mean it's probably not ideal But it can't be that bad It's any other car on a train yeah. right?
1: I mean you don't get concessions You don't get like Right Yum snacks and stuff
0: That's true it says six years after that, the practice of shipping humans through parcel post became Son illegal. Of a. So there was a, a six year period where not only could you be aware of the fact that you could ship someone through parcel by the United States Postal Service, but it was also legal. Mm. I just feel like we should have taken more advantage
1: of that as a society. Can I just say, like, there was actually a part in that speech I had where I, like, honestly believed for a a few seconds that there were no laws that year. I can't yeah, convince myself. Oh, I mean, no, you're right. There weren't. There weren't. There were no laws.
0: I've I found no evidence that there were laws in 1914 or 15. I'm, and if someone would like to prove me otherwise, there was. I'm a bit too. of an
1: independent historian. I like to do my own research, you know, and come to my own conclusions. Uh-huh. And I see no evidence pointing to there being laws that year. I don't think there's anything specifically that says there were laws that year. So
0: here's here's what happened in 1914. Is that the government said, hey, do you want to go like dig holes in the dirt and like die? Mm-hmm. And like a bunch of people were like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And at that point, we just started like laws kind of became optional.
1: Uh, honestly, yeah. At that point, who needs them?
0: Right. And then everyone came back from the first world war and they were like, Okay, maybe we need to have a couple laws. Just a
1: few things. For one...
0: Clearly they didn't get it right because we went to war For one,
1: no mailing people. That's what got us in this mess in the first place.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Someone looked back and was like, If we ship another kid, (laughs) who
1: knows what wars... (laughs) Who knows
0: what Europe will do. (laughs) That's why you shouldn't ship your kids. You don't want to start... A global conflict. I
1: have heard of people surviving on planes in uh, the cargo bay, which sounds, like, miserable. I mean, that sounds like the that worst sounds experience. sounds really bad. Because, um, cold and breathing. Re- like, really, really cold, right? No breathing.
0: Man. I don't even know what it's like in the cargo hold, to be honest with you. But it just sounds
1: freezing. Dark, pitch black. And, like, yeah, no oxygen, yeah. right? I mean, no... It's definitely not pressurized. Yeah. That's just not great, I don't think. I'm sure it's possible to survive, but... Who would want to? Well, I think a lot of people <laughs> it would, would, want want to, want, would want to. That's survive. why they buy plane tickets. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Yeah, and who would want to fly anywhere? <laughs>
0: yeah. Is everything okay over there? Do you want to talk about anything? I don't like flying.
1: I'm an anti-industrialist and an anti-plane guy now. And yet you own a car. And yet I participate in society. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you not like planes? Um, You know, they kind of remove the sense of local community. (laughs) i don't know man i I, i'm scrambling you don't
0: you don't have to have a political i'm scrambling to justify my
1: beliefs
0: (laughs) (laughs) there's like 30 really obvious things that are annoying about planes and you were like yeah it's the lack of community
1: (laughs) that really like makes me upset yeah um I just did the thing that like 95% of Americans do on a daily basis, which is get asked a question about your beliefs and then scramble to find a reason to justify them. I don't like planes because they're noisy. Actually, today I got really annoyed with the plane because I was trying to listen to a podcast and the plane happened to uh, be loud right when I started listening. So I hate planes now. I don't want to go on them anymore. That's fair.
0: I support your reactionary plane politics a
1: plane wronged me personally, <laughs> so now I want revenge
0: <laughs> All planes yep. are bad. I get it i do what do you uh, What do you want for your birthday
1: that's a good question um, my My always go to answer is the boring stuff that i don 't want to buy
0: do you ever like I understand that because there is a point when you Perhaps don't reach home ownership, but like settled in apartment. Yeah. Place, like space of your own. And you're like, man, my life really could be improved Mm -hmm. by this. But I find that those things often fall into two categories, which are like, if my life really, really would have been improved by this I would have bought it already. I would have bought it already. Or if it's like mega expensive, I don't, I almost don't want someone else buying it for me. Because then I feel bad. Yeah, pretty much. Like, please don't spend that kind of money on me.
1: Um, I always ask but. for a 60-inch um, uh, 4K television, and I never get it, so... Still going
0: yeah. on that one? Sorry to hear that. It has to be hard for a gamer like yourself.
1: Yeah, it's really duf- uh, really difficult for me. I spend a lot of time thinking about having a 60-inch 4K television. Yeah. You know, if only there was someone... I mean, I know we're in space, and there's no one here to listen or hear what we're talking about, but, like, man, if there were people listening, golly. Whew, you know what I'd say to them right now?
0: What would you say to them right now? I
1: would say, if all of you chipped in $5, you could probably get me a 4K. No, you couldn't. That's not enough money. Uh, if all of you chipped in—you know what? Just uh, If if some people were listening, buy, buy me a TV is what I would say if they were listening.
0: Yeah. Uh, Folks, you can go to patreon.com slash terminally chill, and you can be in our 60-inch 4K TV tier. (laughs) Um, Wait, why is there already a terminally chill on Patreon? Oh, no. Uh Uh-oh. What's this guy? Oh, gosh. I gotta look it up. It just says terminally chill, joined December 2016. This patron isn't supporting any creators. Oh, so it's not even a guy with a Patreon. It's a guy with a Patreon account. That's messed up.
1: The humanist report. Wait, hold on. What? I
0: just went to terminallychill.com. Or not terminallychill.com. I wish that was I right. typed
1: in terminally chill Patreon and got why terminally online ch- leftists need to chill out. <laughs> <So> that's, <laughs> that's us. Uh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we should make a Patreon account.
1: Yeah, so, all right, here's tier number one. Um, I'm going <laughs> to do one. $1 a month. Um, we give you a virtual little kiss on the forehead. Mm-hmm. Just a little smooch. Uh, $2 a month. Um, oh, hey, sorry. Um,
0: I'm signing up. Is our work suitable for people under 18? We
1: don't say swear words.
0: Mm-hmm. But we think about them. We did just say Santa's not real. Yeah, it's probably not. I'll, I'll check that box. Um, For what well, was our first tier?
1: Um, We give you a virtual little kiss on the forehead.
0: Right. That sounds like something people would enjoy.
1: Not us, though. Because, like, you know, we're both in relationships, so like... Um, right, we can't, but, like, but we'll send some. But somebody will give you A virtual a little kiss on the, I mean, it'll be It'll look like they're just typing out Little kiss on the forehead Yeah um, But you'll just have to imagine What it feels like um, And you only get one per subscription So, you know, don't Don't overdo it, you know, don't ask for more Is what I'm trying to say
0: Yeah, you'll receive one Virtual kiss on the forehead from someone sent by Matthew and Hunter. Mm -hmm. This will only occur once. Yeah. But if you rescind your subscription, uh, we will take the kiss back.
1: You know what? If you increase your subscription, I think you get another one. Oh, We'll, no, we'll a little <laughs> we'll incentive to get you guys to, to give me more money for my TV. Um, That's true. At $2 uh, a month. Okay. You are an executive producer of the podcast. <laughs> I don't know wait, where wait, to go. Wait, wait, where's the, wait. Where's the TV <laughs> tier? The buy me a TV tier is um, $1,000, but you only have to do it once. They want me to click
0: one of these specific... Oh, custom benefit. There we go. A little virtual kiss on the forehead. What category do you like <laughs> a little virtual kiss on the forehead? <laughs> Be careful. This affects the taxes your patrons oh, pay. no! <laughs> I would say it's a digital download. <laughs> or maybe... Uh, General
1: support. (laughs) General support. It's emotional support, you know what I mean? (laughs) It is, you're right. I think that's beautiful.
0: And then we got the $2 TV tier. So uh, if you want to buy Matthew a 60-inch 4K TV, (laughs) you can contribute $2 a month. And um, eventually Matthew will purchase a 60 inch 4k tv and what are you going to use this tv for for tax purposes
1: oh um business
0: (laughs) okay Matthew will purchase a 60 inch 4k tv for business purposes perfect
1: um I intend to uh, play video games and collect screenshots from those video games for use in a business project
0: uh, now, would you say would you call that commissions parentheses digital, or ebook or publication?
1: Uh, ebook or publication. Thank you. All right.
0: That sounds about right. And then uh, you know we're gonna need a tier for our high rollers. The high rollers. That's um, five dollars. The five dollars a month tier, and that can be for. Um. Um, Everything below
1: Mm. Everything below that tier You
0: get everything below that tier You
1: also get a warm hug Virtually Mm, I don't
0: really feel comfortable Offering that I don't want our listeners To build a parasocial relationship With us
1: What about like An awkward one-armed side hug
0: Um, Virtually What about a little Commemorative fruit basket
1: Mm, that's a lot of work. Man. <laughs>
0: mm, what about a commemorative, a single banana
1: emoji? Well, we don't have to tell them that part. Oh, okay. Yeah, it can just be the banana. Just the banana. Um. Yeah, and you know they love it when they, when you read their names out loud. So we'll do that sometime.
0: We will send you a commemorative I'm spelling this the wrong way. Commemorative Single Banana And read your name Out loud On the podcast Yeah, just don't specify how many times we're gonna do that Yeah, I'll just say we'll Read them out loud Um So we get the little kiss on the forehead We get the business purpose TV mm. Uh And we get Commemorative Banana. Uh, would you call that community <laughs> or exclusive voting power?
1: <laughs> uh, community, community, community. Okay, perfect.
0: All right, well, folks, well, you can't go to this yet because I
1: don't have the URL for you, but I will soon. And then um, you give me money for my television. And then, please
0: everyone, don't look at our other tiers, but just contribute to the $2 tier so Matthew can finally not cry and poop his pants on his birthday and actually receive a 60-inch 4K television for business
1: purposes. <laughs> and look, I'm not... I promise you... I, I won't only play Demon Souls on the PS5 on it um and not actually use it for business purposes. Yeah, he will definitely use it for business purposes. Yeah. I'm not just going to like cut all ties to this podcast and then like uh disappear into into just gaming nonstop.
0: No, that's not who Matthew is. I don't know how to find the website that this gives you.
1: Well, you know, they don't need to find it.
0: If you don't find it... Come
1: on, honestly, like... If you're not willing to do a little search... Patreon. If you're not willing to do a little...
0: It says I launched the page. Wait.
1: You don't have to, like... Give him a bank information or anything. You just...
0: Uh, no, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> um, Maybe we'll do a
1: live stream on there. Live stream with fans. Maybe we'll live stream fans. Um... So, basically, you've just set up a page to give the company Patreon money in our name. Yes. Okay, good. That's what we want. (laughs) Well, I just found
0: out they only take 8% of it. So, we're actually going to need you to subscribe to our $2.16 tier. So, Matthew can get those $2 and get his
1: TV. His 60-inch 4K TV. Yeah, I mean, otherwise, it's just not going to work out. I need that that TV. I need the money. I need money right now. I have a plan, but it involves a TV. You doing okay? I'm. I need a TV. You need TV. I,
0: I really need one. <laughs> Do you need money? I mean, it wouldn't hurt. It wouldn't. Should we change our U.S. dollar currency to something else? I mean, what's what's valuable currency these days? We could create our own crypto we could chill bucks chill bucks well bucks sounds kind of like a, a microtransaction thing you know terrible mobile game
1: terminally chill plus That's terminally chill 30 chill bucks a month
0: wow now we're talking you get them I, it's i still have no idea how to find this page and i hope no one else does either
1: that's beautiful.
0: We we should start uh, a cryptocurrency, or like make NFTs of our tweets or something. I mean, we're we're you know we're a podcast in the digital age. We got to start the age. And we got to get on this Patreon.com/slash terminally chill. Is that? Doesn't like that? Why doesn't it like that? I'm trying to figure out how we can get this URL. This is really great podcast audio, and I'm really proud to be
1: doing it. I love podcasts. I love entertaining people with my voice, especially when they will give me money for doing it. Money. yeah. Well, at the end of the day, uh, that's why we're here. To sell out big time. That's why we're here in space.
0: We're here in space to advertise for uh, Chiquita Bananas. Uh, Mm. It's the only banana you'll ever eat. It's the only banana I eat. It's the only banana. There are no bananas. You've never heard of bananas before. (laughs) Bananas. (laughs) You'd... You don't even know what bananas are. This is
1: clearly our best episode. You think
0: you know what a banana is, but in reality, all you can think of is the $5 a month tier where you receive a commemorative single Chiquita Banana from Terminally Chill, your favorite podcast, the only podcast.
1: The only podcast. No guarantees the banana will be edible when it arrives. But it's not really about that. Well, it's not for eating. It's for displaying. <laughs> it's, it's for <laughs> it's mint condition banana. <laughs> you know, I would. How funny would that be to
0: walk into someone's house and like, if you could perfectly preserve a banana, uh huh, just like putting it on like a, a stand or like in a little glass case, like you would the uh, some piece of memorabilia. Yeah. And like, that would be such
1: a good bit. Yeah, this is a banana, but it's like rotten. It's completely rotted. It's disgusting.
0: No, I want to encase it in like epoxy or something. Uh, or like resin. Have you seen the guy who did that with a hot dog? No. There's a guy who like made genuinely a pretty nice looking hot dog and then encased it in epoxy resin. And, honestly, like, I, 10 months later, it still looks like a pretty good dog. Uh, I'm going to send you this image.
1: All you got to do is chip away that epoxy, and you could have a nice little lunch. Is that what you're trying to say? You got a dog. That's what I'm saying. Oh, that looks delicious. I mean, it
0: looks like a good dog, and it's been in there for 10 months. That I'm just saying, if you could buy an epoxy... I don't like that it's in a block, right? I wish it was freestanding. I yeah. wish it was rotating slowly, mm. uh, and there was a single spotlight shown
1: on it, so yeah. it glistened slightly. I wish he didn't put ketchup on it, personally. Well, you can't always get what you want. I don't like ketchup on hot dogs. You're a sick freak. I like mustard. You can have both. Yeah, but ketchup's stinky. You're stinky. What?
0: Here's the deal. What are you going to get a guy like us For a special occasion. You know? We're guys. Mm -hmm. We're in our mid-twenties. Late. We didn't say that. You're young at heart. And we have needs. You know? We're human beings just like you. Yeah. So if you have a special man out there in your life. Mm -hmm. And you don't know what to get him. Um... You can always go
1: right with fish oil pills. Fish oil pills, very good for you. You know, it's 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 that fish fat. You know.
0: Mm-hmm. Have you ever looked at your man and thought, "I, boy, I sure wish he was more aquatic." <laughs> I wish that guy had. Uh, <laughs> I
1: wish. <laughs> I wish he felt more comfortable in the water. <laughs> man. <laughs> I wish that guy had secreted fish oil.
0: <laughs> I... I, sh- I sure wish my man would glisten like a rainbow trout.
1: <laughs> I wish my man, <laughs> if you dropped him on the pavement, would go... <laughs>
0: Folks, do I have the, <laughs> the news for you. Fish oil. Fish oil. That's what's
1: what the, it does. What is fish oil? Why is it, what's the deal with that? Fish have um, are rich in omega-3. Uh, what's that? Fatty acids. Uh, what's that? I don't know, but apparently it's good for your heart.
0: Well, I've been told that fat is bad for you. So, what is this fatty acid uh, good? Oh, uh,
1: maybe read a book once or once or uh, once or yeah. twice or something.
0: Well, I won't even do that. So, don't even think about trying.
1: Yeah, but fish fat's good. It's it's a little secret. Is that fat fish make fat the world fish are, go so
0: fat? Okay, so fat fish are great, but fat. You know,
1: your boyfriend's got a little stomach, all of a sudden, yeah. it's a problem. Your boyfriend stops swimming and then he goes belly up and floats to the surface. That's, <laughs> when when that's a pr- problem. That's the problem,
0: huh? Yeah.
1: So. Your boyfriend can't stop walking or he'll not be able to breathe. He has to always be walking or he can't breathe, you know, like a fish. I, yeah, that's how they work. Man, fish with legs would be bad
0: news. I'll tell you what. What would they do with those legs? Well, I'll tell you what. It happened on Earth probably like six hundred million years ago, and we've never recovered.
1: <laughs> we've always, we've been really struggling with that information.
0: It's only gotten worse for
1: us. Imagine the first fish to just like sprout some legs and yeah, and take a quick step out on the beach that would suck so bad. Dude, he's probably flopping around still, you know. He probably he probably doesn't even know how to walk. No. He hasn't
0: even been potty trained.
1: Who's going to teach him to walk? His dad?
0: <laughs> Not me. He doesn't have a dad. I'm sending that fish right back in the water. I'll tell you what. Mm. mm. You know, if if I was there, evolution would have been
1: fake. <laughs> I would have
0: stopped it. <laughs>
1: Evolution would have been fake if I were there. You know how
0: there's, like, young Earth creationists? Yeah. I'm a built-different creationist. (laughs) If I was there, it would have been like that.
1: You know, there is a subset of um, uh, young Earthers who are not, like, creationists and who just think that the Earth just did that. (laughs) I think that's fine. Like, that the Earth, like... Um, went through all that stuff, but a lot faster because uh scientific forces worked faster in the past. Is there a theory? yeah, sure, you know why not? The earth just like kind of did that, you know
0: hey, look in the current year that we live in out here in space, it would be a lot nicer. I know that beliefs are usually connected and mm-hmm. you know uh you know tied to different identities and and political leanings and whatever but look man if you just want to get out there and believe that the earth worked faster back in the day (laughs) that's fine with me it's like a computer that is zero percent a problem
1: like uh you know a program that's tied to your computer uh speed like the speed of your cpu and so like the program runs like crazy fast on modern computers because because you know computers have gotten better sure that's what the Earth was you, like and then Are you, know. you
0: saying that the Earth had like a software
1: upgrade? <laughs> yeah, the Earth actually like was running too fast.
0: Yeah. Oh, it had a downgrade. Yeah. God had to emulate
1: okay. Windows ninety five in order to get it to run at the right speed. Sure.
0: Well look, we've all been there. We've all tried to run Roller Coaster Tycoon on a modern device and find that it oh, wasn't gosh, compatible. It's, it's a nightmare. <laughs> it's a mess.
1: I can't keep track of all these guests. They move too quickly.
0: No, they're everywhere. <laughs> they're eating and puking at the same time. They swarm
1: like flies. Game's
0: over before you open the uh, the .exe file. That's just how things are these days, I guess.
1: Mm-hmm. What is the world, if not Roller Toaster Typhoon? I, even...
0: I support all the uh, the harmless conspiracy theory stuff. Yeah. Like, in in a vacuum, right... It doesn't matter if we went to the moon no like if you if you don't believe that like that doesn't affect anyone in a vacuum, obviously, it doesn't like hurt anyone really, you know, you're not causing anyone in your life great pain by that. that's fine. What
1: about Flat Earth?
0: Flat Earth's the the quintessential example of that.
1: Flat Earth kind of amazes me because, like, there are just so many people that you'll run into online who will be like, spent my whole life believing in a globe. Then I started doing some research, and now I can't unsee the truth. And you're like, man, I want to know what it is that convinced these people. Like, I I want to see it for myself.
0: I, I mean, obviously, I think there's, you know, some people who very genuinely... Had an earnest inquiry into the matter But I think especially as um, You know we live in the the internet age Like you can kind of meme yourself into something uh-huh. And then it slowly becomes less ironic and more sincere Yeah And I think that's just something that happens now And you like If you care about yourself You have to like keep an eye out for when that starts to happen like, it's one thing to, like, say an internet word in, like, an ironic way, and then it becomes sincere, mm-hmm. but it's another thing to, like, I don't know, radicalize yourself a little in a weird direction as a joke, but then it becomes sincere. Yeah. That's how you start posting anti-Semitic things on
1: the internet. Yeah. And that's not great. That's pretty bad. We don't, that's, we don't approve we, of
0: that. Uh, we're not in support of that here at Terminally Chill.
1: And Terminal HL, we're not in support of rabbit-holing yourself into some uh, insane beliefs. Personally.
0: Yeah. I would simply not do that.
1: You can just, like, read about a variety of things. It's not that bad.
0: I think you can also be upset about a lot of things without letting it affect your, like, every moment of existence.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can educate yourself. Just don't, like... Only educate yourself. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Well, it used to be, and people still say this, but it used to be the thing that you could just go talk to normal people, right? Mm. And they would probably disabuse you of whatever insane notion you had picked up somewhere weird. But now people
1: simply don't do that anymore.
0: Yeah. People are more... I think people have always kind of been willing to believe what other people tell them. And I think in general, that's a positive quality, right? Yeah. But... When there are more and more people who don't know how to process disinformation, Mm -hmm. it gets a little tougher Mm -hmm. to just, like, accept blindly what other people tell you.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, for for one, thought that we had a united and unbroken chain of governance of law in the United States of America until I, I started researching the lawless year. And that really, like, opened my eyes to the fact that there was a year where we had no laws.
0: Yeah, I'm a uh, set of oncatist, but for the year 1915, <laughs> we, 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 there's been no government in this country past that year.
1: <laughs> if the government violates the Constitution, it's no longer a valid government. True, the seat of the White House has been empty since 1915. <laughs> we have not had a real president since uh, JFK. I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I feel like people would probably say Reagan.
1: Yeah, but like, nah. Let's, let's go back to JFK.
0: Okay. You big JFK guy. No, I'm
1: just saying like as soon as a Catholic got into the White House, it became uh, not president. It, it broke the line of presidents.
0: Oh, but maybe there's the opposite guy out there Who thinks that like there's been no legitimate presidents Between JFK and Biden
1: Oh, yeah, yeah Those are the only two legitimate presidents <laughs>
0: <laughs> He only acknowledges the Catholic presidents Uh-huh Stay woke, man
1: Yeah, truly So the point is that uh, Get people gifts that they want But, like, don't be afraid air to go Air fryers are nice Yeah, an air fryer so, sure It's uh, you know broadly useful, or you know what another thing is uh, ask them what they want. That is embarrassing to me personally, but I support everyone who does that. You know what? If 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 it's I will never judge anyone. If it's just going to cause you strife, simply ask.
0: No, that's uh, to me the strife is part of the payoff Mm -hmm. because I have gift giving is a game and I have to win.
1: Yeah, so gift giving is actually. An activity that you do to show Somebody that you appreciate them It's a contest <laughs> And if you're not first you're last
0: So uh You know
1: in, in many ways it really is the thought That counts
0: It's time to get out there and compete uh, Cause if you're not leaving it all on the field Someone else will And uh If someone else beats you You are gonna lose that friend forever Yeah Or family member or spouse you know? Yeah. Uh, it's a doggy-dog world out there. It is absolutely a doggy-dog world. <laughs> I love saying that. That gets me every time.
1: Well, if you have any gifts, you can send them to Terminally Chill. Our PO Box. <laughs> uh, what's our email address again?
0: <clears throat> our email address is terminallychillpod mm. at com, And please uh, write in your gift list for Santa, and we will come to your house.
1: Actually, I have a special request. Um, I don't know how to fly a spaceship, and mm-hmm. we're trying to get home eventually. So, if you're listening to this, please write in detailed instructions on how to turn a spaceship around, and uh, send it back to Earth, because... I don't really know what, what we're going to do otherwise, personally.
0: Yeah. No, that's fair. A little bit of a, you know, ground control to T-Chill Pod Yeah,
1: situation. Just That's the David Bowie song. Hey, man. That was really good. Thank da- you. A David Bowie reference on this podcast.
0: You know, I like music, and music is one of those gifts that you can give for free. That's true. If you have a you know a, a Spotify or an Apple Music subscription and you stand outside of their house and play music mm-hmm. from your device, uh, you can give them the gift of music this holiday
1: season. And it won't cost you a thing. It'll only cost you whatever Spotify account runs for these days. Yeah,
0: well, here's the... You just gotta either get your family or your friends together and all get on that family plan... Cause I think it's only like fifteen a month, and you can have like six or
1: eight people on there. I don't know if they still do this, but for a while, the Apple Music family plan was that you just add one dollar to your total uh, per person. That's pretty good. And I think that sounds like a pretty good deal.
0: Music's pretty cheap these days if you uh, like listening to it. <laughs> if you I guess like listening,
1: <laughs> you know, you know that universal human experience that dates back to hundred thousand years ago.
0: Have you ever met someone that was just like, yeah, I don't really like music. I don't really listen to it. I
1: have, actually. And that's I it's, have too it's a, multiple a very times. Very frightening thing.
0: It's just I understand how you get there. Because to be honest with you, like I like really like music, but I do not really listen to music that often.
1: As an activity I just
0: like Yeah. I I've found that I like really don't mind sitting in silence, and I like working in silence. Yeah. And when I want to, like, do chores or something, you know, I usually just put a podcast on.
1: Well, yeah, but, like, think about it. Like, people a hundred years didn't listen to music as much as you do, even if you don't listen to it that much, you know? Well, right, because I have access to it whenever. So, like, you know, maybe a hundred years ago they were listening to the radio, but I don't know what was on the radio a hundred years ago, so... Probably a bunch of crap. Probably a bunch of
0: terrible... (laughs) Probably just a bunch of crap.
1: You're listening to a a baseball game on the radio and you're like, this is the worst song I've ever heard.
0: (laughs) I mean, I'll tell you what, baseball games on the radio are one of those great experiences that I think, like, you know, still hit a specific spot today. Mm -hmm. Have you ever just been driving and, like, you found an AM radio station that had a local game on? And you're just like, man, there's something about
1: this. Baseball, so like, yes, I will listen to like football on the radio rarely, but like sometimes.
0: Yeah, when I'm driving and there's a, there's a you know, my team is playing, I'll turn the radio on. That's definitely a, a great experience.
1: There's a really strong degree of um, mental separation when you're listening to football on the radio. That is, I just don't think it's there when you're listening to baseball. Because baseball is um, a much more routine sport. You know, they're going to say, okay, he hit a pop fly over left field, and you can picture exactly what's happening, pretty much.
0: Sure. Yeah, I think it depends on who you are and your knowledge of the game. Because, like you said, you know, the in baseball, the play starts when the pitcher throws the ball, and the pitcher always throws the ball, mm-hmm. and no one else moves, right? Yeah. Um, In football, when the center snaps the ball, 22 guys are now moving Mm -hmm. in all different ways. But I will say that uh, it depends on your local football guy, but our color guy, at least for the Steelers, does a really good job of like detailing the formation and how people are lined up uh, to the point where like, you know, I watch a fair amount of football. I know a fair amount of the terminology. I can kind of picture... You know, maybe not the whole play as it's developing, but certainly how it looks before the snap. Yeah. In a way that's, like, you know, more interesting to me now that I know more of what's going on. But still, you know, you you get less information about the totality of what's happening.
1: Sure. I get what you're saying. I understand. Yeah. This has really been an all-over-the-place episode. Yeah, I... Don't listen to this podcast, please. <laughs> like, okay, just spend like a few minutes imagining the average listener. Who who listens to this? Get out of here. I don't here. know, man. It's really Stop
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like uh ASMR, but for people who wish they had two really like strange male friends (laughs)
1: would you like to be sitting at the table while we're just like all eating lunch together and you're not getting a single word in edgewise but we're just talking about the most inane crap you've ever heard well that's the pov
0: like you're mildly embarrassed at a booth at Applebee's (laughs) because your friends are talking way too loud about stuff that doesn't make any sense
1: i'm i'm absolutely the guy I hate to say this, I've almost ruined some nights by being like, "Guys, keep it down, guys, guys, be quiet." No, that guy is important. Please be quiet. uh,
0: This is why we work out well as friends because I'm the guy nine times out of ten who is being too loud and doesn't realize. Uh huh. And you know, it it feels bad to be like, "You need to be quieter," but then I understand that I do need to be quieter, and it's all good.
1: I'm just like always thinking about what every single person in the room is con- thinking about our conversation, which the answer is nothing. But, you know, but what if they're listening and they think we're awful people?
0: That's fair. I kind of have the opposite thing going on where, like, I will just, if I'm in the grocery store with other people that I'm like with, mm-hmm. I'll just continue having my conversation and like making a weird joke or like saying something strange. Because it's just what I would normally say. And, like, un- enough people just, like, turn around and kind of laugh. Uh-huh. Or, like, make a comment back <laughs> that I'm like, yeah, this is kind of funny. Yeah,
1: there's, like, piano music playing. You're making jokes. Everyone's turning around and laughing. You raise your martini glass, you know.
0: Yeah. This one's on the house. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. You say that. Just like that. Mm-hmm. There should be more guys that, like commit to not only the early 20th century aesthetic in terms of, like, clothing and morality and whatever, Mm -hmm. but also just talk like that. (laughs) Why did they
1: talk like that? (laughs) Why did their voices do that? I don't know. I don't know why people were
0: like... But there is that specific, you know, I do declare my good side. There's a lot of weather around these parts lately. And everyone knows, like, oh, you are an American
1: in the early 20th century. Maybe that was just, like, the voice of radio. I'm sure we could speculate on this, and that would be really interesting to people to hear, but I almost feel like we might want to wrap this episode up. We absolutely
0: can. Uh, You know what? Let's bring back a classic. Let's uh, let's do some closing thoughts. Mm. Do you have a closing thought for me, my good friend? Space is really cold. If you subscribe to our $4 a month Patreon tier, you can get Matthew a nice big puffy jacket, And uh, we'll try and send it as quick as we can up here to space. My final thought is that right now, uh, for the next 3 hours and 17 minutes, you can get the Chefman TurboFry XL 9-Quart Air Fryer. Sorry, 8-Quart Air Fryer. Digital touchscreen with presets and shake reminder. Stainless steel for only $49.99 at Best Buy. And, um... You know, if you like to pop some, some chicken nuggets and, or make your own french fries or something in there every once in a while, that's a heck of a deal. Yeah, man.
1: I do like doing that.
0: Well, I got a deal for you. And it's called the Terminally Chill Podcast Patreon, which was created live during this episode. Please don't... If you give us any money, I will feel so bad that I will probably try and return it <laughs> to you. Shut it down.
1: I you will can. probably just Patreon it has a uh, refund policy. I'm
0: I will probably do that <laughs> if you if you try to I mean why would you
1: pay for this? <laughs> yeah, I mean this is probably the worst thing you've heard all year <laughs> <laughs> So like Man You know it would be wrong. It would be a crime even. I would go to jail.
0: Don't for our ten dollar a month tier you can pay our bail. <laughs> That's what you pay our bail for the free <coughs> speech censorship crime of letting us do a really
1: bad podcast. Enjoy this episode and have a lovely evening.
0: From all of us here at Terminally Chill Enterprises, I'm Hunter. I'm Matthew.
1: Adios. Bye.